This is the Kol Hadash Podcast. The Jewish year is 5,780, and as we celebrate the high holidays of 2019, Rabbi Adam Shalom has chosen to reflect on the theme of old challenges anew. The next several episodes of the podcast will feature excerpts from our high holidays, of scripture or literature with a reflection, or the rabbi's sermon. This is part five, a reading from Deuteronomy. Where do we find hope in dark times? From our past successes, our future promises, our faith in happy endings, our self-reliance. Most important for today, on Yom Kippur, what do we do when what sustained our ancestors may no longer inspire us? In a few verses in Deuteronomy, chapter 4, we see articulated many traditional sources for Jewish hope. Do any of them work for us? And if not these, then what? Sha'alna liyamim rishonim asher hayu lifanecha lemin hayom asher bara Elohim adam al haaretz ulemikze hashamayim ve'ad kitze hashamayim hanihiye kedavar hagadol hazeh o hanishma kamohu v'hashama am kol Elohim medaber mitocha esh ka'asher shamata ata v'yichi. O Hanisa Elohim, lavo lakachat lo goi mi kerev goi, bemosot uva otot uva muftaim uva milchama uva yad chazaka uva tuya uva morim gedolim kechol asher asalahem yave elohechem bemitzrayim leenecha ata herata ladat ki yave hu ha Elohim en od milvado. Min Hashemaim, Hishmiacha et Kolo, Liasrika, Ve El Haaretz Heracha et Isho Hagadola, Udevarav Shamata mitocha esh, Vetachat ki ahav et avotecha, Vayivhar bizar o acharav, Vayotziacha mi panav, Bekoho Hagadol, Mimitzraim, Lehorish goyim gedolim, Vatsumim mimcha, mi panecha. Lehaviacha la tetlacha et artsam nachala kayom haze. Vyadata hayom, vahashevota el livavecha, ki yavehu ha Elohim bashamaim, mim al va alha arts mitachat ein od. Ushamarta et hukav et mitzvotav, asher anochimetzavcha hayom, asher yitavlacha le ulevincha acharecha. Leman ta'arich yamim al ha'adama asher yave elohecha noten lecha kol hayamim. You have only to ask about bygone ages before you, ever since God created man on earth from one end of heaven to the other. Has anything as grand as this ever happened, or has its like ever been known? Has any people heard the voice of a God speaking out of a fire as you have and survived? Or has any god gone and taken for himself one nation from the midst of another by mighty acts and signs and wonders, by war, by a mighty and outstretched arm and awesome power, as Yahweh your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? It has been clearly shown to you that Yahweh alone is God. There is none beside him. From the heavens he let you hear his voice to discipline you. On earth he let you see his great fire. And from amidst that fire you heard his words. 
And because he loved your fathers, he chose their heirs after them. He himself in his great might led you out of Egypt to drive from your path nations greater and more populous than you, to take you into their land and assign it to you as a heritage, as is still the case. Know therefore this day, and keep in mind that Yahweh alone is God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. Observe his laws and commandments, which I command upon you this day, so that it goes well with you and your children after you, and that you may long remain in the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you for all time. This passage was written either just before or just after the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple of Yahweh. We know the dating because of this passage's clear and unambiguous monotheism. Yahweh alone is God, ain't owed, there is no other. At the time of the destruction, some believed the destruction was caused by the rejection of other gods and those gods' revenge, while others explained the disaster as a jealous Yahweh, a jealous God punishing an unfaithful people who had committed spiritual adultery with other deities. If they would now be faithful to their covenant, obey the laws and commandments, they might return to glory and repossess their promised land. We hear here claims of miracles and a massive divine intervention in history, wonders and signs, an exodus, a conquest, even creation itself. And if all else fails, Yahweh made a covenant with your ancestors and loved them, so maybe he will save you for their sake, even if you are unworthy. Honestly, none of these past reasons for Jewish hope inspire us today. Blaming the victim of historical disaster for having caused it by their own sins. Trusting a cosmic covenant to govern our behavior in the hope of divine providence. Historical claims without and even contradicted by archaeological evidence. Claiming land by divine promise and intervention. Trusting that the virtue of our ancestors will save us. In answer to these rhetorical questions, has any nation seen such wonders or heard the voice of a God and lived? Our answer is, no, they have not, not even us. We do not agree, and yet we still hope. We hope because of what this text represents, not its content. The transition from many gods to one God was a major change, but it was accomplished through claimed and real continuity with inherited traditions. The same continuity through change that saw Judaism survive the destruction of two Jerusalem temples, centuries in diaspora, and many more crises. The Hebrew God has been redefined many times, and in our days is no longer required to still have Jewish hope. In one of my favorite Yehuda Amichai poems, The Jews, he concludes, Once we sang, Ein Keloheinu, there is no God like ours. Now we may sing, Ein Eloheinu, there is no God of ours. But we sing, we still sing. The Kol Hadash Podcast is a production of Repatriation Studios. This podcast was edited and produced by me, Ken Burke. Thanks for listening.